to the airport our second ever in-person podcast this is crazy first mobile podcast They're definitely the first mobile podcast and i'm already thinking next time we're both just driving something what do you mean i don't know like uh, i'll be driving my mazda cx5 you'll be driving your mazda cx5 you have one yes huh you like it it's a it's a healthy uh you know no free ads but yeah I like my Mazda CX five it's a serviceable vehicle it's serviceable and I would probably say the sexiest car on the road yeah do you know how people just light up when I tell them I own a Mazda CX five really uh, do you share that with a lot of people oh my gosh so many as many as I can yeah well you you've been back in Missouri now for what. 72 hours ish. Yep. Spent a little time with family. Spent a little time with family. Uh, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it, like, it was like 14, no, I would say like 20 hours almost a piece with each of my main, sort of in my main family. So you went to Columbia. Columbia today, or yesterday. Yeah. And no. who lives there? Shoot. My brother lives in Columbia. Okay. In the same way. Uh, you got to see your old stomping grounds at the zoo. That was great. That was fantastic, actually. Um, although I didn't actually go on camp the first week back or students, I think. And I didn't just want to be like a creep walking around campus. Plus, I'd probably get lost. I mean, so much shit's changed. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then who else? And you just came back from Las Vegas. Uh, Vegas, baby. Vegas! Wow. Hey! I uh I loved it. I had a great time. Yeah. Um, not a lot of sleep. That's not like anything new for Vegas, but didn't get a lot of sleep. Crammed a lot into seventy two hours there. It's been a busy past seventy two hours for the both of us. Yeah, we're just both making big time moves. Gosh. Uh. uh well, and also it was not just move. Yeah. Uh, wiggles. You're no. making wiggles. Yeah, making big wiggles. Was that an ode to Tim Tebow? You bet your ass it was. If you didn't get that reference, we also just spent the last, what, two and a half hours? Probably longer. Catching up on Swamp Kings. Yeah. The documentary uh, on Netflix. Yeah, about the uh, 06 to uh, 08 Florida Gators. Gators. Yeah. Or as I like to call them, the Florida Tebows. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And uh, Tim Tebow... And his commentary throughout this documentary keeps turning back to this old, uh, you know. Uh, is that like a literary device? It's like a literary device almost. Or, uh, yeah, just a, some sort of spoken device where you set the bar here and you're like, uh-uh. Nope. It's not just good. Yeah. It's great. Right. And then uh, he just kind of, what did he say? Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. You get it. Yeah. It wasn't just the hunt. It was the kill. What uh, What was your biggest... We didn't quite finish the whole series. What was my biggest takeaway? What was it? your biggest takeaway? Your what, you Something you learned from the last two and a half hours of us catching up on the, the Florida Gators of like 16 years ago. <laughs> There's two things. Two things that really stuck out to me. Number one is that uh, 
I believe the first person that Tim Tebow hugged whenever he won the Heisman Trophy yeah. was Chase Daniel. Really? It looked like it. At least they cut it that way. <laughs> I guess, was Chase a finalist that year? He was. Okay. Uh, Tebow. Tebow had God on his side. Yep. God's yeah. a gator. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, my biggest takeaway is that there, there was just rampant violence in that locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that leads me to my my main takeaway. Yes, yeah. just the gentleman named uh, Jason Siler. Was it Jason or was it Brandon? Brandon Siler. Oh my gosh! I I look, Mister Siler. I do not want to disrespect your name because I found out that you just kind of you, you're like I told a guy I would punch him, and then he did something, and I so I punched. Him. He stuck to his. Uh... And this was out of practice. This wasn't at like people were watching. The coaches were around. Probably encouraging it, if I had to guess. Yeah, they're like, that's how you hold people accountable. Physical assault, baby. One of my biggest takeaways is I am not cut for high-level football. A lot, really? of yell- a lot of yelling. You don't respond to that type of leadership? I do not. I would not be cut out for the military or any kind of sport that has that kind of testosterone flowing through it. What kind of leadership do you think brings out the best in you uh words of affirmation yeah kind of my just leadership language just positive uh yeah i don't need you telling me how shit i am i need you pumping me up i think i would have i might have been cut out for football you know who i think i could have played for i think a coach would have been right up my my style um is it around the time that we were in school high school and he's not a he wasn't a college coach. He was a pro football coach. Mike Leach? No. We have there's local ties to this coach. And I just think Um uh, who? Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil. I think I would I think Dick Vermeil could have got the best out of me. Yeah. Yeah. He was a he was a a player's coach. Emotional. Emotional. Loved the game. Loved his players. Just a hell of a coach. Just good old grandpa type guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those Gators were wild and For me, I would say Bobby Knight. I want to go completely opposite. Give me the abuse. You want it? Uh, give me the uh, drag my name through the mud in public. Um, and then even when I win, just keep going. Just keep bringing me down notches. Mount Rushmore of terrifying coaches. Across, you can do any sport. Uh, out of just out of respect, yeah. Bobby Knight. I'll okay, go. Bobby Knight. Are you? Is it my four and your four? Or are you throwing one in now? Uh, go ahead. I'll think while you go ahead. Ooh. Okay, I would say. Um, Jim. What's his name? Michigan. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. I heard uh, he just creates toxic environments, right? I don't know. I don't know that I've heard that. Um, thought that was the case. Um, There's some doozies like, uh, out there. Coach Carter. From the movie. From the movie. Portrayed by Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did not say it had to be a... <laughs> I got it. There was no rule that it couldn't be a fictional coach. So yeah. That's fine. And then Coach... From the show, yeah, I love that show. All right, yeah, I can, I can get down with those. Oh, Bobby Knight, yeah. 
just to recap. Yeah. Bobby Knight, Jim Harbaugh. Right. Coach Carter, played by Samuel L. Jackson. Correct. And Coach from Coach, played by Craig T. Nelson. Exactly. I was wondering if you were going to know that name. Uh, you did. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna go Nick Saban. Oh, okay. Belichick. Oh, yeah. Awful. Um, who else would I not be cut out to play for? I mean, I'm going to... Bobby Knight. I'll t- Bobby Knight's going to get mine, too. He has, too. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go Herb Brooks. Herb Brooks. Are you familiar with Herb Brooks? Herb Brooks of the uh, New York Knicks. <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> Herb Brooks. Herb Brooks. Herb, Herbert Brooks. Herbert T. Brooks. Of the... Uh, uh, Wichita State, not the electric cats. No, um, Herb Brooks. Yes, Herbert T. Brooks. Yes, um, the uh, the Washington uh, Nationals. No, I'm out of guesses. Miracle on Ice, Team USA, 1980. Oh, Herbert T. Brooks. Herbert T. Brooks. He seemed like a mean son of a bitch. It's crazy. But you know what all those coaches have in common? The winners. Success. Success. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um, coaches. You know, coaches. It'd be, it'd be, do you have any other coaches in your life? Coaches people like higher, higher coaching. Or like, uh, it's like, like life coaching? Or business coaching. Or like, and it's just consultant. I guess I really don't. I don't have any coaches in my my cousin is a coach, um, but he's not actually coaching. Yeah. You what what NFL coach do you like? I'm a big Sean McVay fan. Sean McVay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just I, he just seems like a great communicator, and also like a, like a builder of people instead of like tearing you down. A builder of people. Yeah. What do you think about that? I get down with that too. Yeah. Um, what about you? If you had, if you got to choose, would it be uh, that guy in, in uh, Detroit, Dan? Oh, Dan uh, Campbell. Dan Campbell. I do like Dan Campbell, although I don't know if I would rise to my full potential with Dan Campbell. I'd be laughing. I think the Lions are getting a little too much love this preseason. They're getting a lot of smoke, and I'm rooting for them, but I think I don't think they're there yet. We'll see. Um, do you like Andy Reid? Yeah. He seems fun. Oh, I bet he's great. Um, who else? You know who I don't like? Um, I told you this earlier. Pete Carroll. I'm all right with Pete Carroll. Yeah, I kind of like him. Um, how about... Elia uh, 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 T. Drinkwitz. Oh, okay. I was thinking NFL over here. Wow, yeah, Eli Drinkwitz. All all bark, no biting. He looks like a, uh, a human bark. How do you think the Tigers are going to fare this year? There was some thought of maybe putting a little action on the over-under for season win total for the Tigers. Vegas has it at six and a half. Okay, I take the over. You got the over? Yeah. 
I think we're so they open walk. up with what? South Dakota? South Dakota this Thursday. You like to think that's a win. There's one. There's a lock. That's my lock of the week, by the way. Did we just become a gambling podcast? Yes, we did. So South Dakota, week one, that's probably a win. Hold on, schedule here. Uh, Middle Tennessee. Okay, I'm calling that a win. I'm fine with that. Then you got Kansas State. Okay. That could go either way. It's in Columbia, I believe. Oh, Kansas State, too. I mean, that's. We that's played like... them tough last year. Heartbreaking loss. Fumble at the goal line. All right, number 16, Kansas State. Then I believe you got Memphis in St. Louis at the Battle Dome. At the Battle Dome? Yeah. Is that what it's called now? It's not the uh, Edward Jones Dome anymore? Not to me. Okay. The Battle Dome. So you got to you gotta be three and one after the first four. You can't be two and two. Did I get those games right? You got it pulled up now, don't you? You got South Dakota. Yeah. Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Six, number 16, Kansas State. Yep. Memphis. Yep. Vanderbilt. So you could you could be 5-0. You could be 5-0 and by the time you square off. And then you're playing LSU on October 7th. LSU could be undefeated at that point. That could be a night game in Columbia, Tigers and Tigers. Maybe college game day comes to town. One time, I was in a bar in Florida on vacation. Yeah, and uh, I remember it was like all these college kids, and they were on. They were there too, and uh, they. It was like a karaoke situation. One guy got on, and he's like, "LSU Tigers rule," and then another guy got on, and he's like, "Huh, Auburn Tigers rule," and then another guy got on. A third guy. Guess who? Clemson Tigers oh, rule. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there like, do I even dare? Like, I'm, And after watching this documentary, I'm glad I did not dare. Because I don't, it's not life or death for me. Yeah, you didn't need to. Like it is for these kids. You didn't need to insert yourself into that situation. Yeah, I, don't, I wasn't going to defend myself against these groups of Tigers. So, what do you have their record after those first four going into the LSU game? Uh, I believe they'll be five and zero by the time they go to the LSU game. Okay, so then you're not really sweating the six and a half because then they got no. they got LSU and ranked. By the way, will be uh, they will be, be ranked, ranked uh, number let's call it twenty three. Then I don't know the order, but you'll have Kentucky. That's right. Is that next? Yes. South after Carolina. LSU. Yeah. South Carolina's in there? Yes. And then number one, Georgia on November 4th. I think if we're being fair, you got to mark that one down as loss. Um, I mean, okay, let's see. Now, I think that's when we go 9-0. and You got them 9-0 and after playing Georgia. Yes. Okay. Uh, Tennessee. And rising up, we're like ranked like number Three. 14 after. If you're 9-0, and you're higher than 14. I'm just saying, I don't think they're going to show us which one. Okay. After they we beat comes, number one Georgia. After we beat number one Georgia, then number, I believe number Tennessee comes, number 12 Tennessee comes to town. Okay. Followed by Florida. Yep. And we know what kind of locker room environment they have there in Florida. And they've got on their side. And then finally, you know, finishing out the regular uh, season or SEC. Take Suey. With the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah. So. I think um, 
eleven and zero. If my yeah, if my senses and my intuition is right, yeah, we're going eleven and zero. So then they'd be in the SEC championship game, where you know what it's fun to do after eleven and zero. Go ahead and win the twelfth one. Yeah, win the twelfth one. You got to think that's probably against an Alabama. Hey, USC. USC? Maybe. They're not in the conference. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about SEC. Sorry, I'm yeah. thinking about it. All right. You're looking ahead past the SEC championship. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, SEC. Yeah, Alabama, let's just say. It. Yeah. Sh- well, Shock- maybe, maybe a little rematch of Georgia. Are they in our conference? They're on our okay. side. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Alabama or uh, – is Texas and Oklahoma coming in this year? No, next. Um, Probably Alabama, because if you beat LSU, they're not going to be in the mix. Yes. Right. So Alabama. So we beat Nick Saban on the Mount Rush Alabama, coaches. Maybe uh, South Carolina. We already beat them earlier in the year in conference. All right. You're not the guru that I thought you Well, these are the, this is what my intuition says, so... Let's just run with that for the next minute here. After we win yeah. against Alabama, um, and not just win, destroy Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll probably go on to the national. It'll probably be good enough to hit the national championship circuit. You would have to think it would be. Yeah. Maybe against, like, an Ohio State. Maybe. Uh, maybe against, like, a... The Idaho Vandals surprise everybody, make a run. Now we're talking. That actually, that just struck my intuition uh, bone right there. So you got the Missouri Tigers, the SEC champions. Yes. Going up against the, the Idaho Vandals yeah. at large bid out of like the, the SWAC or something. Yes. In the first, uh, in the final, in that final four bracket. Oh, yeah. It's not just the champion. There's a, you got to make it to the. Yeah. Yeah. So then you've got okay. So we've, we've got there two, was thirteen and We've got two of the teams filled in: Mizzou and Idaho. Yeah, you got to think of somebody's coming out of the Big Ten. Maybe Illinois, Washington. They're, not, they're still back for now. All right, let's go. Um, let's just say uh, Michigan, Michigan, and Harbaugh on your Mount Rushmore of coaches coming out, and uh, and you're probably gonna have an ACC team. Uh, Florida thinking, State, thinking like Arkansas State from Jonesboro, out of the Sun Belt. Yes. Can you imagine the ratings on an Arkansas State Idaho national championship? That's what actually what I'm predicting. Uh so that's where the Tigers stumble. Idaho gets them thirteen and one season. Hell of a, or I, I'm sorry, uh, twelve and one season. Hell of a run. Yeah. Um, but that's where the focus for everybody really shifts to the Idaho Vandals against the Arkansas State Red Hawks? Uh, Red Wolves. Red Wolves. Yeah. Oof. The Sun Belt and the Swag. Good for those programs, though. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. And it completely changes the tide of NCAA football. They probably expand to an 18 playoff after that. Probably. Just to try to weed out any sort of Cinderella stories. Huh. We're not far with this. Do you see this? Can you envision this? Yeah, I can see it happening. <laughs> I, 
I wish I was still in Vegas because you could probably get some pretty phenomenal odds on an Idaho Arkansas State national championship game. That would be amazing. Um, but then after the season, Drinkwitz is let go. He's let go, or he leaves for like to replace Saban, who retires from the embarrassment. No, he's let go. Yeah, and twelve and one's not good enough. Drink. No. Um, and we bring in. Uh, we're bringing someone who's not even like from the football room. More of a life coach. Yes. Yeah. Are we just like Gary Vaynerchuk becomes the head coach of the Missouri Tigers? Yeah, there you go. Or at least, like you said, a consultant. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just uh, have them listen to uh, motivational YouTube clips. And that's your coach, is YouTube. AI, like an AI, AI coach. Drawing up plays. Um, you weren't lying. This is a close airport. Yeah, easy drive. Easy drive from my house to the airport. It's but you know, Sunday evening, probably not a lot going on. Have you checked your flight status? You're on time. I'm checking my flight status. I kind of hope you're delayed and I get you a little longer. Let's see what we got here. On time. On time. Boards at six. 50. Oh, got an hour from now. Yep. You're southwest, you said? Yes. Which terminal is that? Uh, uh paying attention. Two, I want to say. Okay. And you're a departure, that's right? Yes. We're you're leaving. Yes. Okay. What are you gonna do on the plane? Um give an ebook. Podcast. Yeah, I'll probably watch. I'll probably watch something on Southwest's streaming service. The Wi-Fi was down for me. Uh, coming home from Vegas the other day. Ooh, what'd you do? Just kind of stared at the seat back in front of me like a psychopath. That's always an option too. I mean, that. What else? What did people do before those screens? Crossword puzzles. That's true. Yeah, they have like a bunch of those. Wow. Yeah, I don't really feel like getting out. This is. Oh, it just hit me that now I have to travel for the next like six hours. Is it the flight and then the drive home? Direct? Yes. Your car at the airport? Yep. All right. Well, I guess this is the end of the, the episode. I guess so. I might just ride home just talking to the talking and just kind of continue on my own. <laughs> you should. You totally should. And then it'll be a surprise when you hear it. Like, well, I wonder what he talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You can get out. You can do it. Go Maybe for, I will go for like another uh, go for another eight to ten. All right, we will. All right, I've never done by myself. No, well, it's I don't recommend it. It's but I kind of do. Look at all these people getting ready. Who knows what kind of adventures they're going on? This they Chinese lady saying bye to her daughters. This Denali is something no one's even sitting in it. I kind of like the whole airport vibe. It's a good place to uh, people watch. Well, it's been real. See you, buddy. Goodbye. Let Sorry we didn't get more time together. I love you too. Yep. We'll uh we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh email us at thebigifpod at gmail.com. Please, 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 please. We have ow. Oh, uh, you all right? Yeah, I just said my head against Ooh. your door, but that's like sweet payback in San Diego. It's good content. Oh god, I remember that. All right, goodbye, buddy. All right, he's gone. I don't know when I'll see him again. I usually see him like once a year at Christmas time, but he happened to pop in this week. I'm watching him roll his luggage on in.
Oh, it's bittersweet. Bitter, bittersweet. All right. So, yeah, this is the big if solo mission here on the drive home from the airport. Like we talked about, I just got off of a little uh, like three plus day trip to Vegas, a little work trip, a little business trip. Got to go out to Circa Sports in Las Vegas, Nevada. Got to go out there, do some of uh, do some TMAs from Radio Row in the morning. That was fun. Those were some early wake up calls, but good time. Got to go out there. Um, what did we do? So we got there, checked in. Really, honestly, the 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 coolest sports book I have seen and come across. On the inside, you've got one humongous main screen. All around that, a bunch of smaller screens. Every game you could imagine. Unfortunately, it was only there was some baseball on, a little preseason football. Then to on our last day, some of the golf. But I can't imagine this place on football Saturdays and Sundays in the fall and winter. What a place it would be to just DJ out, bet on every game. It was honestly unbelievable. But even better was the outdoor pool and sports book called Stadium Swim. Again, giant, huge screen up there. Uh, we watched Messi and Inner Miami have a great comeback in the semifinals of some cup. Uh, watched that. There was golf on one day. All the live lines are up there. Um, multiple pools all over the place. Honestly, an incredibly cool place to go out there. If you were, if you're into sports betting, if you're in uh, beautiful weather and just hanging out by the pool, I can't recommend Circus Sports enough. They took care of us out there, had one of the best meals I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, the steakhouse in Circa, Las Vegas, Barry's Prime downtown. I got to recommend that. Even if you're not staying at Circa, if you're going out to Las Vegas, 1000%, you got to eat at Barry's Prime downtown. I had the bison filet. It was incredible. Like I said, one of the best pieces of meat, one of the best steaks I've ever had. The owner, Marco, shout out Marco, took great care of us, uh, hooked us up with a couple of sides. We had a cream corn side that was exquisite. What else did we have? We had, oh, the gnocchi. Get the fuck out of here with the gnocchi. So good. Then they brought us out some dessert. We had a peanut butter pie and some other cake or pie it, it was everything about it was just top notch can't recommend barry's prime downtown enough uh, another thing i can't recommend enough down there is just walking around on fremont street and the people watching there is just maybe the best i've come across i know when everybody thinks of vegas they think of the strip cosmo mgm flamingo all those places out there but for my money, give me Fremont Street all day, every day. I tell you what, the freaks come out at night. Me and my boy Jackson Burkett, we did some uh, TMA man on the street stuff, uh, picking out some characters to ask them some questions. We wanted to we wanted to really get a feel for what they knew about the city of St. Louis. So we asked people what they knew about St. Louis. We also asked them, we asked a few people their takes on kink shaming, found a couple of 
of younger lasses that gave us their take on kink shaming. Um, one of them is even kind enough to, to tell us what kink she does shame, and she wasn't real high on golden showers. Uh, got to talk with a couple of uh, drunkards, vagabonds. I'm not sure what they had going on, but they were great on camera. Uh, if you want to see the video, you can check it out on my Instagram, at KGNOTown, or at TMA underscore STL. I believe we posted in both places, but really quality, quality man on the street video. Uh, but other than that, uh, it was my first time in Vegas sober. So, you know, got to watch, got to watch uh, everybody else partake. And I just, apple juice, um, played a little blackjack, got absolutely just sodomized at the blackjack table the one night. I was calling him the silent assassin. It was this older Asian gentleman. And he did not look up. He was stoic the whole time. His expression did not change. And he absolutely just railroaded Jackson and I for everything we had that night. He made light work of us. It was not pretty. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of gambling. Nothing crazy. I'm not big on gambling. Um, but I lost a little bit. Nothing life-changing. But, uh, yeah, had a great time. Vegas super cool the weather was great for being august in the desert it was not as hot as one would have thought although that last day at the pool if you weren't getting in the water what are you even doing it was hot that day so yeah great time in vegas didn't get a lot of sleep we had like 4 30 uh wake up calls every morning to either do the show or leave for the airport and i got back today and helped out the folks at Sugar Fire. We had a event today, the Bomberito 500 out of Gateway Racetrack. So I was at the store at 530 uh, again this morning. So it's been some early wake-ups. I'm excited to see tonight. As much fun as I had, as much as I love Vegas, got to start getting life back to normal a little bit for the time being. So we're going to try to get some sleep tonight, uh, start feeling like a normal human being again. Uh, but other than that, uh, I still think something's up with this whole Tiffany Gomez thing. She posted something on Instagram. I think it was yesterday. And I'm telling you right now, the girl that's posting on these Instagrams, that is not the same woman that was on the plane. I would I would be willing to bet a good chunk of money that that is not the same woman. I don't know what. I don't know what's at play here, but just something something's amiss. And I stand by that for now. I don't think enough people are talking about that, though. Um, what else? What else? It's rough for the Cardinals. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, this uh, this is not easy just rambling by yourself. I already missed my guy, Jeff. Uh, hopefully, he's getting checked in and everything going just fine. So, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any real need to go on any further here. So... Uh, it was just nice to get a little live episode recorded with, with my co-host. Hadn't seen him since, uh, probably since New Year's Day, I think. It's when he was last in town. So good to see him, even if it was just for a couple hours, drop him off at the airport. Now heading home to just veg out on the couch again. But I got no groceries, and I don't think I'm going to bed without eating something. So we got to figure this, this situation out. But like Jeff said before he uh, he parted ways with us, hey, come on, just send us an email, thebiggiftpod at gmail.com. We want to talk it over. 
send us your questions, send us your stories. I really don't care what it is. Just send us something. We'd love to know you're listening. And yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's where we'll say our goodbyes. It's been real. Put another lackluster episode, but hey, this is the big if.